Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm going to be your host and producer this evening, Logan Landers, and joining me to talk about the LSU Tigers taking on the Florida State Seminoles. It's my man, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Landers? I'm doing great. Vincent, college football is finally back, and we are starting off week one hot, red hot, with two tremendous teams, LSU representing the SEC and Florida State representing the ACC in this week one matchup. It's going to be fun to watch. I'm excited to get in, te- get in depth about it here in just a second. But if you enjoyed this game preview, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week on Facebook and on YouTube. And if you want to listen to some podcast, of course, we do have our podcast. Thanks to the Believe Podcast Network, where we have a ton of tremendous content, like the game previews from previous years, see if we got the scores right, along with other great stuff like game, uh, look at some of the game's greatest players, coaches, uh, great interviews as well. But, man, I'm excited. Let's go ahead and just get into this, man. LSU versus Florida State. We're going to be talking about the game, the keys to this game. LSU, they're up to bat. Brian Kelly has done a really, really good job getting this team back on track. Uh, you know, kind of have that hangover, Vincent, after winning that national championship with Joe Burrow and a few of those other guys, Justin Jefferson, all those years ago. But that honeymoon, it's been over. It's time to get back to work. And like I said, last year, I think they proved that they are ready to have a rocking 2023 season with, of course, under center, Mr. Jaden Daniels. We all know what he's about. Coming from Arizona State, did some good work last year. And I think that this year they're going to look even better with him under center. You're bringing back pretty much in everyone uh, from for the offense you had last year. What you like to see? Last year averaged over 450 yards and 35 points a game. And like I said, you love to see that. Looking at the offensive line, you do have some young pieces who they were okay. You're hoping they can get better this upcoming year. Like guys like, let's like say, four stars coming back. But you choose Will Campbell. You have some other guys up front like Garrett Dellinger, Charles Turner the third. And Miles Frazier to go along with Emory Jones. Big guys up front. Like I said, they're getting younger. They're seniors, juniors. Nice little mix there. Coming into this 2023 campaign, I think LSU's got some good work up front. Looking at their wide receiving core, you got guys like Kyron Lacey, Brian Thomas Jr., Chris Hilton Jr., and of course, another junior. Why not throw him out there with Shelton Sampson Jr.? He's going to be doing some work coming on over. Uh, he's doing some work there. He's a freshman, but he's got a lot of hype around him. Same with Aaron Anderson, along with Malik Neighbors. Can't forget about that young man as well. Super, super impressive. And the backfield, right? Your running back position, you're bringing, you got, of course, Josh Williams and Logan Diggs. So I think overall, man, this offense has been putting in work last year. I think it's going to continue this year. Like I said, Jane Danielson said he's bulked up a little bit. He's about 205, 210 now. Last year, threw the ball for close to 3,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, only gave it away three times. So I think he's only going to get better. Fifth-year starter, and I think this is the year he's going to just really take off. We'll probably see him throw for over 3,000 yards. I think we'll maybe get him over 25 touchdowns, if not more. And like I said, man, as long as they can keep him upright, he's he's going to be doing well. The running backs in general, just kind of feed him a little bit more. Daniels was the leading rusher last year. 186 times he carried the ball. Give it to Williams. Give it to Noah Kane as well. 
And of course, like I mentioned, transfer Logan Diggs come over from Notre Dame. Throw those guys into the mix. I think you can definitely rely on them a little bit more than you have in seasons past. Like I said, you did lose some guys with Kayshawn Butte. He was gone. I mentioned Malik Neighbors. He's going to be going to the NFL really soon. 72 catches last year, over 1,000 yards receiving. Only three touchdowns. I expect him to have more. Also, watch out for the tight end. Big guy, Mason Taylor. Really good season as a freshman. 38 grabs, three scores for him. I expect him to have a little bit more this upcoming season. Let's flip on over to the defensive side of the ball and what LSU is going to be bringing in to this year. Now, last year, that was kind of their weak spot, right? Their defense didn't really get to the backfield a whole lot. Their run defense was a little bit iffy at times. It allowed 31 points or more, Vincent, in five of its last seven games in the SEC season. You can't be having that this year. you got to tighten up if you want to get the championship. So we'll see what everyone can do. Mason Smith, this dude is just an all-around monster. Missed most of last season, as we know, with a torn ACL coming back. This dude could be a cornerstone for an NFL team at 6'6", 3'10", just an absolute monster out there playing on the defense. Some other guys that you have helping out this Tigers team as well, you're going to be having Makai Wingo, 6'1", 295, really good pass rusher. West Virginia transfer Jordan Jefferson helping out. But, like I said, you're going to have to help out with B.J. Ojulari, Ali Gay, both those gentlemen. They are no longer with the program. Of course, you bring in some good guys like Savion Jones. He's going to be a good pass rusher, I believe. Ovi Obagu coming over from Texas. Braden Swinson from Oregon. And, of course, Paris Shan from Arizona helping out as a transfer portal. So, them along, of course, we can't forget this one guy, Vince. We can't forget the linebacker love with Mr. Harold Perkins Jr. Dude is just an absolute baller. If you haven't seen his highlights, if you haven't seen him play, go check him out. You're missing something, man. 6'1", 220. But as a true sophomore, he's got 73 tackles, 8.5 sacks, 14 tackles for loss. I expect those numbers to go up even more, and I think he's going to be tremendous this upcoming year. Only weak spot I really see with this team is the secondary. Needs some work to be done, but you do have, like I said, you're counting on former uh, former guy from Texas A&M, Denver Harris, who's a good transfer. You got Zai Alexander coming over from Southeastern Louisiana. And, of course, you got Terrence Walsh and Ohio State transfer J.K. Johnson. I think they're going to be fine. The safety's going to be putting in some work with Deuce Chestnut and Greg, Books, as, uh, Greg Brooks, as well as, of course, great guy, great name, Major Burns. So I think overall, man, this LSU team, they're going to be rocking and rolling this year. I expect this team to be even better on offense. We're going to see how the defense can do, though. I, I think this team overall, it, you have to search really far and wide to find a definite weak spot. LSU's coming into this 2023 season, Vincent, was up to prove, and I'm excited to see how they're going to be coming into this game against the Florida State Seminoles. What are your thoughts on the Tigers coming into week one? I'm looking at LSU. I want to say, first and foremost, kudos to head coach Brian Kelly. I didn't think he'll come in and win the SEC West and win 10 games and go to a bowl and blow Purdue out. I want to say impressive job. Coming into this season with this LSU team, we always know there's football players in the state of Louisiana. It's talent there. They should always be a top 10 team. It's just amazing after the 2019 season under Ed Orgeron that they failed so quickly and so rapidly. Think about this. Joe Burrow, who's the quarterback that team, is one of the top quarterbacks right now in the National Football League. Justin Jefferson is considered the best wide receiver in all the pro football right now. And the guy that was opposite field 
of him, Jamar Chase is considered number two. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is LSU mm-hmm. went to a through a period that this doesn't supposed to be happening after you had that great team in 2019. And Brian Kelly, to make a long story short, I was very surprised that he would come from Notre Dame. Now, I knew eventually he would leave Notre Dame because he was really upset because he said he had recruiting restriction because of the academic requirements to get into Notre Dame. But I never saw him coming to LSU. And when you look at last season, LSU got out to a slow start. Jaden Daniels wasn't the Jaden Daniels as we're talking about right now that you just mentioned. He struggled early on, mm-hmm. but he got it going, man. The offense averaged 34 points a game. They receiving core is one of the best in the country. Malik Neighbors is going to be a guy that's going to go very high in the draft, but the running game is going to be the key to LSU if they're going to be a top five team and playing the college football playoffs and get back to the SEC championship game. This past week, John Emery, who looked like he's been there forever, was a five-star recruit, <laughs> is not going to be able to play on Sunday night. This makes the third straight season opener that he's missed. Mm. Defensively, they got NFL talent, speed, and athleticism on that side of the ball that a lot of teams would be jealous of. But they're not going to have the stud and the man Mason Smith, who got hurt last year in the first quarter, who a lot of people saying, even though it's coming off a torn ACL, might be one of the top 10 defensive players in all of college football this year. He's not going to play because of an improper benefit that he received. But I like this football team because it's very balanced. You mentioned they got a star player in Harold Perkins. One of the best linebackers that's came along in a long time in college football. 17.5 tackles for loss. When you think about Harold Perkins, you think about Jerry Robinson at UCLA. You think about Hugh Green at Pitt. You think about George Webster at Michigan State. You think about the man with the eyes, Mike Singletary at Baylor. He's that good. And then you think about the help that LSU has gotten him with Omar Spates coming over from Oregon State and Greg P in the third, returning as LSU lean tackler at 78 tackles last year. But for LSU, and I'm glad that they're playing Florida State on Sunday night. For them to be considered really a national championship team, it's the secondary play. You mentioned the names, Deuce Chestnut, Major Burns, Greg Brooks, Zach Alexander. You already already mentioned all those great gentlemen because they're playing against a Florida State team and a hell of a quarterback in Jordan Travis and a hell of a receiver in Johnny Wilson and some serious NFL Mm -hmm. talent. The secondary got to be like Kerry Vincent, Grant Dale Pitt. Kristen Fulton, and Derek Steenman, 2019 National Championship secondary. That's all I got to say with LSU, the keys to their game on Sunday night. We'll give a shout-out to H.C. Hardy putting his support out here, saying he's expecting Hall of Fame Jason Taylor's son, tight end Mason Taylor, of a breakout season going into his second year. Like I said, he was super impressive last year. Definitely one of the best young up-and-coming players in the SEC and for this LSU Tigers team. But like you mentioned, Mr. Turner, let's go over to our guy, Bobby Butler, his alma mater, the Knowles, with Florida State, what they can do. Last year, man, it felt like it was a fever dream, how well they were playing, what they were rocking with. We, man, their, their offense was just off the charts. But I'm going to start on the defensive side of the ball because, like you mentioned, that is where their bread and butter is going to have to be coming into this week one matchup. You have to really just 
get after it. You have to get some passes defended. You have to play tight coverage. You have to bump and run. You have to do all you can do to stop this phenomenal LSU Tigers offense. So, like I said, if you're in the secondary out there with LSU or with Florida State, it might be a rough day, but they have some great players. Of course, Akeem Dent, you got Renardo Green, Jerry and Jones, Greedy Vance Jr., Kevin Knowles second, and of course, Quindarius Jones, who's a freshman who's got some hype around him. See how much action he can get in this upcoming week. Like I said, that's going to be relying on them, I think, to stop this team at LSU and see what they can do early on in week one. Keeping it with the defense, Jared Verse, he's coming on back. Like I said, former Albany transfer, absolutely tremendous last year. Team high, nine sacks and 17 tackles for loss. Was an absolute monster on the defensive side of the ball. Of course, Solar, you know, we all know who else is around out there also. Fabian Lovett. He was, all, I don't got to say more about him. He has been tremendous on the defensive side. You got guys like Patrick Payton as well. Uh, Braden Fisk is going to be interesting to see coming on over. Tainton Bethune. Kalen Deloach. I mean, th- this is team is just really looking great on defense. I feel like their defense gets overlooked a little bit because of their offense. Because, man, their offense is also really stacked up well. Of course, we all know that Jordan Travis is the guy under helm going into his sixth season now. Like I said, he's accurate. He can get the ball done. He can run when you need him to. He's just all around a very solid quarterback who's going to be leading this program. And he's got some tremendous tremendous lethal weapons with Johnny Wilson, who, I mean, like I said, don't get to his junior year. He's standing at a tremendous six foot seven, 240. You don't see that much out of wide receivers with that height with his 21 yards per catch. Uh, just absolutely amazing. You're getting over some guys as well. You did lose some players. You're getting South Carolina tight end Jaheim Bell, who's going to be helping out, I think, a lot coming over from one SEC school. Uh, heading over now to Florida State with the ACC. I think he's going to do really well. Um, of course, you have guys like Kentron Poitier, Darian Williamson, Keon Coleman, nice player coming on over as well. Winston Wright, Robert Scott on the on the offensive side now going at the line. Casey Roderick, Marie Smith, Dimitri Emanuel. But I think we all know, Vincent, what the real bread and butter, what the real team is all about here. And that is the absolutely light show that was last year. <laughs> with the running, my gosh, the running back room was just amazing last year. Mark Norvell really got it rolling. Number one in the ACC, averaged over 200 yards in each of their last seven regular season games, and overall 13th in the nation with 214 yards per game. It's going to be a little bit more difficult this year. Sean Ward, he went, he's going to be playing suit up with the Kansas State Wildcats this year, but thankfully you do have Trey Benson who's going to be helping now who's going to be – we all know what he did last year. You also have some guys like Lawrence Toffoli, uh, Cassier Holmes, Rodney Hill. You have a slew of running backs who can help, who can step up, and I expect a lot of these guys to get a lot of snaps this year. Like I said, Jordan Travis, he's a solid quarterback, not knocking him at all, but the running back room is where this team really shines. Mike Norvell knows what he's doing with this team, and I think Florida State, man, that was one of the things that they they kind of lost in those, in those rough years, right? They didn't really have – uh, a really good up front five. They had some trouble with the rushing game, but man, they are back and with a vengeance. So on Florida State, keys to victory, man. Pound the rock, pound the rock, pound the rock. Watch out for Johnny Wilson, and that defense has to come to play if you're going to win against the LSU Tigers. Mr. Turner, your thoughts? Well, I'm going to say this. On Sunday evening, I plan to work. I plan to go out and do my job. That I work in the morning from 9 to about 3 o'clock. I'm thinking 
what I'm gonna have to make sure I'm front of the, I'm in front of the TV about what 7:30 is kickoff in Orlando. Even though this had some rain down there, and the rain is supposed to be clearing, it's gonna be on fire down there. Florida State, Mike Norrell was hired what three years ago, his first two seasons. Mm-hmm. He went eight and thirteen. Then finally last year he turned it around ten and three. And think about this: they only lost to Clemson by six points, yeah, and well. he lost to NC State, North Carolina State, in a real close ball game. Now this year, the nose. It's Mr. Bobby Butler tells me to call him, not the seminars. He's confirming nope. the novels. Former All-American who's part of 100 Yards Football. I'm going to say this. Mike Norrell, pretty boy, has got Florida State back. This is a huge football game on Sunday yeah. night. This is playoff implications. These two teams are going to show us, are they going to be big-time players? I'm happy for Coach Mike Norrell because you know why? He comes out of my hometown by way of Texas, former head coach of the University of Memphis, and had a hell of a run now. Now he's got Florida State back on top from what people are saying. Think about it. Good-looking guy down there in Florida. Having the Seminoles back on top. The days of Derrick Brooks, Marvin Jones, Primetime, Deion Sanders, Terrell Buckley, Chris Winkie, Peter Warwick. Are the nose back? Tallahassee supposed to be on fire. But what I like about Coach Norrell, he came in, he had to build a culture, and he stayed patient with the quarterback, Jordan Travis. Remember when Jordan Travis first got in the center, under the center two seasons ago, he had a problem throwing the football. Yep. Last year, to me, he was the most impressive quarterback in the country in throwing the football that's improved. 24 touchdowns, five INTs, 3,204 yards. Then you mentioned the Seminoles. They love to pound the football. Troy Benson had over 990 yards. This year, I expect him that he's going to be pounding the rock. Florida State is going to pound the rock. I see that's what they're going to do on Sunday night against LSU, and then they're going to play action with that six, six foot seven, Akeem Olajuwon, Michael Young, <laughs> Clyde Drexler, Mr. Yo. Johnny Wilson. And then you're looking at the defense. They probably got the best defensive front in the country, Favor and Lovett from Olive Branch, Mississippi, by way of Mississippi State. Olive Branch, you wonder why Mr. Football is saying that. It's only six miles outside of my hometown, Memphis, Tennessee. Then Patrick Payton, Joshua Farmer, and then the young man they brought from Albany, New York, Gerard Verse, who everybody thought was going to be playing in the NFL, but he decided to come back with his 48 tackles. 17.5 17.5 tackles for loss and nine sacks because he want to be on that level because he want to be down in Tallahassee when they throw the spear in the ground and say national championship. Mm. And then I like the secondary for Trail Cypress, transfer in for Virginia, and then Renato Green, 58 tackles, and you mentioned the linebacker in core. This football game, I expect it's going to be very close. It's going to be a high-scoring game. You got NFL talent all over the field. And what I heard, Logan, that's going to be scouts from all 32 teams in the National mm-hmm. Football League in the stands. When you see a game like this, you think about the Miami-LSU games in the day, the LSU-Oklahoma games, the USC-Ohio State games. NFL talent all over the field. And I'm glad that they got it on Sunday night. The only thing TV made a wrong move, they should have had it on Labor Day. 
I'm going to say this, close football game. Don't get mad at me, Bobby, because I know you're going to watch the video. I'm uh, taking LSU in a very close football game, 27-24. But I wouldn't be surprised if the nose come, on, come out on top. And I wouldn't be surprised if both teams end up in the college football playoff champ, playoffs at the end of the year. All right. We will see what happens. My final score for this game, Bobby, I know you're watching. I know you're going to be giving both myself and Vincent a call here probably 10 minutes after this video is posted. Uh, but I'm going to go with the LSU Tigers. Like I said, another close ball game. Uh, week one, you got to come out, guns blazing, scouts in the stands. Top. This is, this is a matchup in week one, ladies and gentlemen, of two top 10 teams in college football. Playoff implications are on the line in week one. You got to come ready to play. So I'm going to go with the LSU Tigers going to win this one, 38-31. to 31. Close ball game. This is really just a coin flip, honestly. I mean, both these teams are tremendous. I'm expecting a phenomenal game on both sides of the ball. But I've got the LSU Tigers getting the close win in this one. But I want to hear your thoughts in the comments, our fans. We appreciate you checking us out, leaving some comments, of course, liking, sharing, and subscribing, as always, on Facebook and YouTube. Mr. Football Vets Turner, always a pleasure having you on, talking to the sports with me. I've been your host and producer tonight, Logan Landers. Go check this game out. It's going to be an absolute phenomenal game. September the 3rd, right, right there, 730. You're not going to want to miss it. Sunday night, it's going to be a great matchup. LSU and Florida State, who's going to win? We want to hear your thoughts in the comments. Once again, I've been your host and producer, Logan Landers. Enjoy the rest of your night, everyone. Enjoy some college football. It's back. We'll talk to you again on another live episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.